Welcome to the podcast. Uh, we had saw a bunch of protests this weekend uh, of people trying to say, hey, you know, I'd like to have some of my freedoms back. I think that's a good idea. Elijah Schaefer was at one of these protests. He tells us what actually happened. Uh, it's a little bit different than you're hearing from the media. What uh, businesses should be getting these small business loans that we've approved here in this country? Giant chain restaurants? Uh, well, it seems like a lot of the money go is going there. We get into that. Uh, Michael Malice joins us with this just a really disturbing story about someone uh, who was uh, murdered uh, or killed by uh, authorities this weekend in um, in Maryland. Plus, we have uh, again, you know, this path on talking about how to make money as a small business owner in this new world we're dealing with. Uh, that comes up as well today. And uh, the coverage of Joe Biden, does it even exist? Uh, we'll get into that as well. Make sure to uh, pick up Glenn's new book, Arguing with Socialists. That's available now, as well as the big special Glenn has coming up this week. Uh, if you go to blazetv.com, use the promo code Glenn while you're there. You'll get 30 bucks off. And you get to see this special about the way our response was designed and how we've uh, come to the, the decisions we've come to over the past few months. We'll get into that this week on the Glenn Beck TV show. Make sure to check it out and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast as well. Uh, make sure you uh, do that because it helps everybody else uh, enjoy the program as well. Here's the podcast. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. All right, here's our update. Total confirmed cases worldwide now, 2,400,000 up from almost 2.2 on Friday. The deaths are up about 20,000 globally. The U.S. now has 746,000 cases. That's up from 687 on Friday. And we are up about 6,000 in deaths to 40,766. We currently have 13,400 people in serious or critical condition. Uh, we are now 13th in fatality rate per 1 million people. We are behind the Netherlands and Sweden and Ireland and Spain and Italy and UK and Belgium. All those places with socialized medicine. At least 20 states now in the U.S. are using Chinese-made aerial drones to ensure that we are following our social distancing uh, regulations. Stu, this is what I think the problem is. It's not just about opening up the restaurant. It's about that we have 20 states using Chinese drones to monitor us. Yeah, I mean, the, the idea that essential activity has been defined in such strange ways. Like, what don't we start with, I don't know, our constitutionally guaranteed rights? Wouldn't that be a good place to start when you're talking about essential activities? And yet we're banning gun sales, we're banning church services, we're banning protests, we're banning all the things that are included in our constitutionally guaranteed rights yeah. and leaving other things bizarrely open. Like, you know, Florida opened up their beaches this weekend, which I think a lot of people were very appreciative of. Uh, however, they were only open for things like surfing, which like surfing is defined as essential activity because it's exercise, I guess. But relaxing at the beach and reading a book is not essential. So that would be banned by the way that they've opened. That's this. insane. Uh, that Just is, I insane. think, the issue. This stuff doesn't make sense to people. I think people, generally speaking, right. have done 
a, a really good job trying to uh, you know honor these things and and make sure that they don't spread this virus and they've been incredibly nobody restrained has a, no nobody has a death wish nobody wants to get sick nobody wants everybody else to die they just don't like it that they are being told exactly what to do and now when you have when you have a chinese tech company that is tied directly to the communist party has ccp board members on the board of directors and we're buying drones from them for our police department and the police department is flying these over the heads of people saying hey you gotta go home uh no i i I don't think so i don't think so i'm not let's just see i'm not supposed to go to church even if I'm in a car with my windows rolled up, not supposed to go to church. That's First Amendment. I'm not supposed to congregate uh, and associate with people in a group. That's First Amendment. Uh, I can't associate with people. Now, uh, Facebook just banned uh, the uh, people that were online that were saying, hey, we want to do a protest in our area. They just banned them because the, the governors told Facebook to ban them. So that's First Amendment. Can't go buy a gun. That's Second Amendment. I mean, how much more do we need to do? Yeah, like I, I would. How, like, I'd I'm, love to see what the the reaction would be by the media if a governor said, "You know what? You guys can't go out and cover these protests because it's just too dangerous. Can't be outside." Again, same amendment would be being uh, restrained. Uh, say okay no freedom of the press just doesn't apply right now you guys can't go out and cover things it's too dangerous how do you think the press would react to that would they react the same mm-hmm. way as when our first amendment uh, rights go away uh, for for the right to Look, we're talking the difference between we're looking at the difference between life and death you guys cannot be in those buildings you can't be doing these things you can't be covering those stories you can't it's just life and death they would go ape yeah they would go absolutely ape and of course that would be completely a rational reaction like many of these places are keeping their employees home working from home if it's possible but if they need to be out at a place covering it they're sending them out there is that okay is that okay because i i i can if the governor tried to stop that it would be the story of the year because they would say it was uh, a constitutional violation for a million different reasons. And you know what? They'd be right about that. The same way, I mean, I think that you can ask all you want. Like, you can ask people to not go to church on Easter Sunday. And you know what? Every mm-hmm. church, at least that I know of in my area, uh, did it online. And they did everything they could to try to make sure that people were safe and healthy and still were able to, to worship. And would have... And would have done it. In fact, my church did it before there was a uh, a mandate. My church mm-hmm. came out like two days before. Remember, I said my church just canceled everything. There's no there's no meetings. There's no church. There's nothing. Two days later, that's when the rest of the country uh, went under. I mean, we're not stupid. We're not stupid. Right. But on the other side, like my my mom goes to a church, which is a small church, and they've been doing uh services with the cars like you know they, you could pull in with your car and they're doing you know right and that has been completely there's no risk to it it's a s- small gathering of people None. in the cars and that has been okay where she she's located i guess but many states are, are stopping that for what reason for no reason 
just to show that they can control you, that they can push you around. And that is what makes people believe, I think correctly in some ways, that this is a lot more about control than it is about, uh, uh, you know, uh, control of people rather than control of the virus. You know, like, you know, canceling protests, uh, you know, on Facebook, all of these things feed into that. And there's no reason for it. It should be yep. the opposite. You know, when you want to say, hey, yep. like, look, we understand if you want to go and you want to have a service in your cars, if you think it's that important, absolutely go and do it. Just please stay separate. You know, who? 99.9% of people are going to honor that. Because they want to, they want to. They, it's it's it's. They are so out of touch that it seems as though to I think the average American that likes the Constitution, it seems as though they are taking advantage of this, and they're only making. They keep upping it. Where you're exactly right. If they would just ask and say, Hey, look, we talked to all of the church leaders and we appreciate that. And there's, there are ways. I mean, there's this one church over here that's doing it with cars. We would, we would highly recommend that, but you know, it's up to each individual. A quarantine is when you quarantine and you isolate the sick people, not the healthy people, the sick people. And that's what they've done. They've 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 quarantined all of the healthy people. And look, I don't I, I don't have a problem uh, with it per se, because I think it needed to be done. But I do have a problem. Like, for instance, I don't have a problem with the Texas governor and what he's doing. And he seems to be opening things up and and uh, and moving slowly. Would I like it to go a little faster? Maybe. But. I'm not sitting there looking at all of the, I'm, I'm not being advised by the medical uh, people and balancing that with the uh, advice that I would get from all the small business people. I know that we're in a very dicey situation. It better happen in the next couple of weeks that we start to go back to work, but not in places like New York. All right. So what are we going to do? I don't have a problem staying at home right now, and I'm not going to go to a restaurant if it opened today or the movie theater and it was a packed restaurant or a packed movie theater. I'm not going to the movie theater because it's my choice. I don't like it when they take my choice away. I mean, it's like it's like teenagers. At some point, you have to let them start to make their own choices and fail at the choices because they don't teenagers don't like it when authority says you will do this. So you hopefully have raised them enough to only have to put the guardrails around the big stuff. Well, there's no guardrails here. We're just children. Now the city of New York and Bill de Blasio is encouraging people to be rats. And that is, I mean, that's the city to do it in and rat on your neighbor Send pictures of your neighbor doing something that they shouldn't be doing. My gosh, do you want to talk about the Stasi? Talk about turning neighbor against neighbor. Wow, that's the way to do it. 60% now of PPP cash went to publicly traded companies. Congress authorized $350 billion for the payroll protection program for small businesses. And it looks like most of that cash went to chain restaurants and franchises and hotels that are part of publicly traded companies. Franchise locations, including some that are technically owned and operated by a, a larger publicly traded company, 
qualified as small businesses. Less than 10% now of the PPP loans ended up going to small businesses that employed fewer than 50 employees. Now, here's some good news. It looks like um, COVID is easily destroyed by UV light. Most coronavirus studies are easily destroyed uh, by exposure to sunlight, including the SARS-CoV-2. UV light cripples the lipid-based membrane, blah, 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 blah. UVC does not uh, does kill coronavirus. UVC light is completely harmless to humans and our eyes. UVC light bulbs are available in the U.S. I guess if we wanted to open up our business, the best thing we could do is maybe put UVC light bulbs everywhere uh, in our places of business. Oh, by the way, did you see Sherman Williams has now come out with a paint? Why aren't we painting all of our hospitals and our schools right now as they're closed? They should all be repainted with the anti-COVID uh, virus paint. Somehow or another, they've developed a paint that it, it kills the coronavirus uh, and doesn't allow it to live on the paint surface. Experts are now saying that it's time to close grocery stores. Some experts, union leaders, and small grocery store owners believe it's become too dangerous to let customers browse the aisle. So they're now saying the large food chains need to go dark. Um, okay, that doesn't sound like a good idea, but whatever. Chinese uh, has now produced news articles in Arabic blaming the U.S. for COVID-19. Things are going to get dicey with China. We have an update on that tomorrow that you really don't want to miss. Uh, also, it looks like we may run out of beer, soda, and other carbonated beverages. The lockdown uh, is, is, is hurting our ability to make compressed carbon dioxide. And uh, now it looks like our, our bubblies are not going to be so bubbly. The overall demand for fuel has dropped over 30% since the pandemic began. That, in turn, has caused ethanol plants to stop producing so much ethanol, which is also used as an additive in many fuel products in the U.S. That is a problem for consumers of fizzy beverages because a significant portion of the country's supply of compressed carbon dioxide, which is used to generate fizz in these beverages, comes as a result of the byproduct of ethanol production. Now I suddenly care about the... The oil price and coronavirus. The pandemic has reportedly caused shortages on several items, but apparently people really like frozen pizza. We bought two hundred and seventy five million dollars worth of frozen pizza during the month of March. This is an increase of ninety two percent from the same time period of the previous year. According to Adweek, the increase in sales of frozen pizza is comparable to the recent rush of toilet paper. As news of coronavirus and impending shutdowns broke, you know, I, I have to tell you something. I was one of them that bought a bunch of frozen pizzas. Did you, Stu? Well, I, 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 I just the, do that regularly. I, I know it's not, it's no change oh, do you? in my typical pattern. 
Yeah, I never buy frozen pizzas, but boy, I did that 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 first when we went in and I first did some shopping. I went in right to the frozen food aisle and I went right to the pizzas and I'm like, we're getting all of those. <laughs> well, it all makes sense, those. right? Like it's a good food that will stay for a long time if you happen to be in that. Uh, Look, per, the food chain breaks if down. Mom and pizza. dad are dead. Mom and dad are dead. You just put this in the microwave, kids. <laughs> you step over our dead bodies and you just heat this up and it's called a pizza pocket. You'll love it. Right now, the media would have you believe that everywhere in America is completely closed for business. While there are very few places which are completely business as usual, the American economy is soldiering on. In fact, real estate has been classified as an essential business and now is the time to sell your home if you're in a market to sell your home or to buy one or both please check out realestateagentsitrust.com it's a company i started years ago free service to you and it's a service really about getting rid of all the hassles of dealing with real estate agents and real estate since we started, Real Estate Agents I Trust has been helping people like you get in and out of homes in the smoothest, best possible way. And now more than ever, you're going to find their ability to navigate the tricky waters really helpful. The agents who work with us know and execute the best practices, and they're in it to win it for you. So go to realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're so glad that you've tuned in. Pat Gray is joining us from Pat Gray Unleashed, the podcast that you can get wherever you hear podcasts, or you can hear him do it live uh, right before this program on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello, Mr. Pat Gray. Hello, Glenn. I'm very so, excited today. Uh, about- uh are you i am really excited uh, about the freedoms yeah, we're yeah. losing it's it's really interesting mm-hmm. to watch and fun oh what freedoms have we lost <laughs> oh, you people what freedoms have we lost <laughs> almost nothing well okay we can't go anywhere and we can't do anything and we're asked to uh narc on our neighbors which i think is wonderful and uh you know for well, that's that's bill de blasio he's yeah what are you going to say? He's a Marxist, fascist, communist? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I am yeah, going to say okay. that. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I am going to say that. Here's, here's Bill de Blasio over the weekend to New Yorkers. Now it is easier than ever when you see a crowd, when you see a line that's not distant, when you see a supermarket that's too crowded, anything, mm-hmm. you can report it right away so we can get help there to fix the problem. Yeah. Now it's as simple as taking a photo. All you got to do is take the photo and put the location with it, and bang, send a photo like this, and we will make sure that enforcement comes right away. Wow, we've made your SS activity so easy now. (laughs) (laughs) It's so great. (laughs) We will have your neighbor strapped to a chair within 25 minutes. I mean, holy cow. Thank you. Mm -hmm. That is great. You know, I I was just saying... uh, Pat, and I'd love to hear your opinion on this. This this movement that is starting to happen around the country, mm-hmm. the, the Washington Post said, it's a new Tea Party movement. Uh, well, if that one was about the Constitution, then yes, that's what this one's about, too. Um, I don't believe this is uh, a movement that I want to go and go to and, and go to my favorite store and get my favorite ice cream. This is about. These these cities and these states that are becoming Nazi like where I can't even get into my car and go for a drive. Excuse me. 
Yeah, it's it's not America, it, it, and right. it's kind of heartening to see all of the all of the pushback now. And I I know that the other side of this, the Democrats are all saying, "You guys just want to, you just you're capitalists who just want capital." Well, I mean, even if that were true, we should be able to be capitalists who are bringing home capital because uh, our kids are going to be starving pretty soon. I mean, we are so blessed and fortunate to have a job. I don't know why, but it's considered essential. And so we we still have jobs. But there are 22 million people who in three to four weeks all lost their jobs and have no way of paying their bills. No. And can't in Michigan, you can't even get uh, you can't even get to the unemployment office. You can't call the unemployment office. People have been calling for two weeks and can't file for unemployment. That's that's it. That's madness. What do you expect people to do? As we were just talking to Elijah Schaefer a few minutes ago, he was up at the uh, protest in Washington state. He said forty five hundred people were there. If that's true, that's outrageous number of people in yeah. uh, in Washington State. Um, but one of the things they can't do there in Washington State is go fishing. Excuse me? My mm-hmm. grandfather, my uncle, used to go right to the side of the river, right, right down the end of their street, and they would fish. And we would fish, and we would have fish for dinner. Uh, you can't do that now? I mean, that's part of the lifestyle of Washington State. At least it used to be. And you're telling me now, if I don't have a job and I can't go get fish, uh, that seems unconstitutional, entirely unconstitutional. That's one of the many instances where it says to me it's just a power grab by the government because there's no reason to not allow single fishermen or two fishermen who are six feet apart from each other to go out and get fish. There's no reason to arrest people who are paddleboarding by themselves in an ocean. There's no reason for any of this. This is just this is just uh, power-hungry officials clamping down on a populace. It's despicable. So I I I uh, uh I got a call from uh somebody. He's he's an analyst. Um looks at global trends and everything else. And we were talking and he said um I think our major cities are going to there's a possibility that they become unstable during this in the next, you know, six months or so. And he said, I wanted to talk to you because I want to understand this this movement that's happening. Do you think it's a big deal? And I said, I think it's a huge deal. And I think it's just beginning. You know, when you see in the news today that uh, Shake Shack got a lot of the small business money. Okay, well, most people don't even know what Shake Shack is, but if you live, not sh- is it Shake Shack? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. yeah. yeah. Oh, steak it is. It, yes, it's Shake no, Shack. Shake. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, they got some of the they got some of the money. Well, I don't know if those are franchise uh, restaurants or if that's a corporate thing. But no restaurant has five hundred. McDonald's doesn't have five hundred employees. You would say no, they have millions of employees. No, but you count them locally. So if the franchise needs help, they can go out and get it. And I don't have a problem. It's a franchise. But if it's the company, like, are, are they, do you know, Stu, is that a franchise? They're giving the money back, by yeah, the way. They are. They're returning the $10 million. 
that's why that's they're kind of in the news here but it is yeah. it's definitely not what people thought of when they thought of a small business loans no. going out they think about and, local places and maybe maybe small you know regional chains or something like that but you know 60 percent 60 percent of those businesses that got small business bailouts are traded on the open market that's not a small business. No, and I'm sorry, but if you're if you have stock, you're not a small business. And what we're seeing most commonly is the you know the companies that are getting these loans are the companies that already had relationships with banks. So all these companies that you know are already uh, dealing at high levels with banks are the ones getting access to the program, while the company who might run and be profitable and not need loans from banks this entire time, those are the ones that can't get any access uh, to to the capital because they haven't been dealing with a banker over and over again. Bizarre. So I I think you're going to see a huge, huge movement uh, that comes from those small business owners and the people that live in, you know, in the in the red states that understand the tyranny and also understand wait a minute i didn't get a bailout then you're going to get the uh then you're going to get the other side you're going to get the elon omar kind of people uh and the movements out of new york city where uh, the city did not pay my rent uh for six months and you're going to get that pressure those two movements are going to be very, very similar, but very different at the heart. Uh, but that's what's coming our way. And when that happens, you have civil unrest. You're going to have the the red states being the media target, the blue states being the ones who are sympathetic, being the press is going to be sympathetic towards. And it'll be the blue state movements like Antifa that will be dangerous and that will only make things a hundred times worse. A hundred times worse. It'll be interesting to see how people respond to what happens in Texas this week because we're very slowly uh, opening things up again. Uh, Governor Abbott announced that retail, small retailers can open up, but only through, I think, curbside, yeah. right? Basically or home like delivery. Curbside. Yeah. yeah. So you can still, yeah. I mean, they're already open, most of them. Uh, at least in the DFW area and in, in the Metroplex there, you can already go and get food and bring it home or they can deliver it. Yeah. And so they're yeah. going to open that up to retail, right? Like, so you can yeah. theoretically go buy clothing that way, which right. I mean, I just kind of a weird way to buy clothing. Yes. I don't know how that's going to work or like a furniture store. You're going to bring me my couch at the curbside. <laughs> just put it on top of the car like we're the Flintstones okay <laughs> yeah I'm not sure it works that way with the couch that, I don't uh, think it does no maybe it does and then and then next week we do the next step right yeah well they haven't announced that yet I think April 27th they're making more announcements which would would you know allow some restaurants to open it with certain circumstances um i don't think bars yet for sit down yeah i think for sit down but like much more spaced out limited uh, access okay Uh, and again how is that going to happen how how's that going to how's that going to help them you run on slim margins you know Mm -hmm. nobody's making 30 percent margin you generally have a five percent margin seven percent margin if you do that means at a packed capacity you are probably making money after all the bills are paid for the last couple of days of the month. Well, if I have to cut my clientele in half, 
Mm. How do I keep my business open? Right. I mean, you, some of the hard. costs would come down too, right? But a lot of them are fixed. So they, those wouldn't, you know, your rent isn't changing because you have less people in your restaurant. And, you know, I guess like you could argue that maybe it would allow the loans coming from the government to go further, right? So there's some argument there yeah, that guess, could be yeah. helpful. Uh, but uh, you're right. I mean, these are not these are not profitable businesses, when you're letting 10 people in a restaurant meant for 50 or 60. And will 10 people so, actually show up yeah. and sit down at a restaurant right now? I think a lot of people are going to be leery initially. That's what all the polling shows. The polling shows that still at this point, even Republicans are split on whether we're, the danger is doing too much too quickly uh, to open up the economy or the opposite. Right. Um, and among overall people, it's overwhelmingly in favor of the fear being opening things up too quickly. Well, I, I think even if you open things up, I mean, I, I just had a meeting with the researchers uh, and I asked them and it was uh, split probably in half. Uh, for me, if you open up restaurants today, I'm not going into a restaurant. I'll go get my food, but I'm not going to go sit down in a restaurant. I'm not going mm-hmm. to a crowded movie theater. Uh, are you guys? No. No, I mean, it, you know, in a, if there's a restaurant with 10 people in it, uh, you know, I might uh, again. But again, <laughs> like, what does that do really for the restaurant? Uh, very little, yeah. uh, I think. You know, if there is it, it would be great. Like, it's funny because one of the things they say is it's really far away from coming back is fans at sporting events, which, again, yeah. I understand if a packed stadium would be a really bad idea. However, an outside environment with a limited crowd capacity probably is one of the more safe environments if you were to take that and that's cut what that. I don't understand mm-hmm. when, when they're saying about the beaches, these beaches were not jam packed, at least the no. pic- pictures I saw, you know, you might you might have had four people or six people. Well, I've got six people that are crowded around my kitchen table every day. Yeah. You know, if we went as a family and we went out to the beach, I mean, I wouldn't be doing it. But if you went out to the beach and you're open air and you're six feet away from the next group of people. What's the problem with that? And it looked I like that was the case. It. Yeah, it looked like that. Ha- it did. Yeah, uh, I think it was they, the they, case. They Except- did the same thing in the coverage of that mm-hmm. as they did with the protest where they found the one guy who did, yeah. who had the crazy sign. Like, they, you know, you, you look at the overall pictures of the Florida beaches and they were pretty restrained. People were generally speaking away mm-hmm. from each other. There were, of course, some groupings that didn't look good. And that's what sure. made all the, you know, all the social media rounds. But that's just to be expected. <sighs> I mean, generally speaking, I, I think it, people it, have. It, I've been. I've been surprised at how, how well people have done with these restrictions. Honestly, mm-hmm. I, the, I'm, surprised, I'm shocked. They've made the me. most independent state <clears throat> in the nation is Texas, and we are the most compliant, according to the research. Wow. That, to me, that mm. says everything. That says everything because we are not people that like to just sit around and uh, be told exactly what to do. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. Elijah Schaefer was up for the blaze uh, in Seattle, of all places, with one of the protests. Elijah, how are you? Glenn, I'm doing great. Thanks for calling. Yeah. So the the protest in Seattle, not the place I would expect it. Was it a was it a liberty protest or was it a like an antifa protest what what happened there that's a, you know that's a good question you know, it was a little bit north um it took place uh just a little bit north about 45 minutes north of seattle uh and what i thought would have been a bipartisan 
protest against tyranny because I thought Antifa uh, was an anarchist and I thought that they were so much against, you know, the control of the government and they thought Trump was a fascist. It turned out it was mostly just right-wingers uh, who wanted to go back to work telling the governor that they wanted their rights back. So, Elijah, I just spent a few minutes saying that this is not about uh, this is not about I want to go see my favorite movie or eat at my favorite restaurant. This is about um, tyranny to stop telling us exactly what we can and cannot do. Is that accurate in yeah. your view? A hundred percent. The people I talked to, uh, two good examples. The first woman I spoke to was a single mother. She hasn't received a paycheck since March 16th. She's been denied for unemployment because she's self-employed. She told me and looked right into my face and said, I do not know how to feed my children. I do not know how to pay rent. She said, I am not lazy. I have never not worked. And now I'm unable to feed my kids. Why? Because somebody told me I'm not allowed to. And another man said, I don't have a job. I don't have food. He said, I know how to fish. And I can't even legally go out and fish in washington it's illegal to fish he goes i can't even catch my own food let alone afford it because the government told me that's that's no longer my right to feed myself he can't fish in washington state correct what the hell is is it it, it, and that's part of the shutdown is you can't fish yeah and actually people brought their fishing poles and did uh I guess wow. you say symbolic casts into the fountain in front of the, the state Capitol building. Uh, but many wow. people, you know, had, had, had fishing poles that said my fishing pole is, a, is an essential business because feeding myself is essential. That's unbelievable. Um, and what was the response from the state? You know, uh, the response from the state and the media was exactly what you would think. Uh, there were only Republican uh, candidates running and some congressional um, senators that were there. There was silence from the governor and leave it up to uh, PBS and the media to lie and say a couple hundred people showed up when in actuality estimates from enterprise uh, reporting was about 4,500. So the event was smeared from the beginning. 4,500? 4,500 people? Yes. It was, it was, it was, it was beyond, it was beyond understanding. When I, when I saw that, what I think is hilarious, and you'll check this out, when I went to look at Getty Images to see what uh, images they reported, out of 4,500 people, there was one man who had combined uh, a don't tread on me flag and a Confederate flag. I knew it. One guy out of, out of 4,500, yep. that's 0.02% of the people. Only one I saw of all the people. There was one. And guess what image when you type in the, the protest is there? That one. One man. That one. Who wasn't even yep. at the main protest. He was on the street outside. And the media, and, and the best part is the angle is from the floor facing up, which blocks out everybody. So of 4,500 people who, regardless of political opinion, said, let me go back to work. I want to work. I'm an American. Damn it. I want my job back. They chose this one guy with a flag that pushed the narrative that they wanted to push and refused to report on the truth. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. They do that. We, we had that in Tea Party after Tea Party after Tea Party. They would go find the one person dressed as the Statue of Liberty, uh, and they would take a picture of that person to avoid the crowd. I mean, it's nuts. 
Um, Elijah, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, and uh, thanks for go- going out. Were you wearing a mask? <laughs> I wasn't wearing a mask. I was wearing the Holy Blaze TV uh, logo. But thank God, yeah. uh, thank God of, of, the, of the five images that the AP took, they did take a picture of me and made sure that they knew that right-wing news correspondent Elijah Schaefer was there. But, uh, hey, at wow. least we were there to tell the other side of the story. Wow. Thank you very much. Is your report up on the uh, Blaze now? Uh, no, the report, the full report will be up on the Blaze uh, tomorrow, the full video, but the uh, actual okay. video report will be up on the Blaze later today. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Elijah. I appreciate it.